When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the Ryan Peden Show on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Also brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps create an affordable price just for you. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. And a very pleasant good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Ryan Peaton Show, presented by Bud Lights. We come to you from Bloto Pizza Co. here on Cross Creek Drive in Normal. We talk Redbird basketball until 8 o'clock this evening. And look ahead to the Missouri Valley Conference opener this coming Thursday night on the near west side of Chicago as the Birds take on UIC. Alongside Mike Matthews, our producer Greg Hallblight, we welcome in Redbird head coach Ryan Peden. Coach, happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you guys, and uh, great to be here with you tonight. It's getting cold outside. I know that's a that was that was a real change for us coming back from Florida, wasn't it, Fitz? Yeah, kind of hit like a ton of bricks. I'm not gonna lie. The last couple <laughs> yeah. days have been a little bit tougher than they were last week. Got to keep that cranium warm up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you could. Throw a knit stocking cap my way or something. Well, maybe we need to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas gift for you. How are things? You guys have a nice holiday at home? We did. We did. Uh, you know, we ate that morning in Florida, came back, uh, got back here right around 8 o'clock uh, Thanksgiving night, and then uh, gave the guys off uh, Friday. So we were all off, obviously, Thursday with travel, off Friday. We practiced Saturday. Um, we practiced twice on Saturday and um, off again on Sunday. So 
we're back at it now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before our uh, MVC opener on Thursday night. And uh, got three days prep here, so really excited about, uh, you know, turning the page and, and continuing to get better and, and really uh, taking on a, a team that's playing really good basketball right now, UIC. UIC has been off to a good start. As a matter of fact, just about everybody in the Missouri Valley, I mean, conference-wide, collectively, yeah. top to bottom, conference has done really well in the ninth conference. Your ball club, obviously, 3-3 three and three now and coming off, you know, a three-day, three-game and three-day stretch last week down in Estero, Florida, a huge win against Long Beach State that I don't think anybody realizes how good Long Beach State is coming off that win at Michigan at Chrysler Arena. And then a ball game where it wasn't a great start, but you guys found yourselves down by 16 in the second half. We're able to whittle that away. You end up losing on a tough contested shot by by their top score. Move into the third place game. And Wright State able to really hit every shot they wanted early on in that one and set the tone. But after those three really hard-fought games for this ball club, as they're starting to gel in the nine conference, what were your biggest takeaways looking back at those three games in three days? Yeah, I think, I think th- those tournaments are great, um, especially with – the short turnarounds, right? It, it, there, it, it, it will expose you, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, in a heartbeat. And um, I think I think we learned a lot about our team. I think uh, night one, uh, the focus that we had, the attention to detail that we had. You know, three nights prior, it shot 55 percent from the field on Michigan. We hold them to 35 percent. Their season low. Um, uh, we really followed a, a, a game plan really well, protecting the paint, forcing them into contested threes, and uh, we learned about the attention to detail there that's required to be to be a, a winning program, right? And uh, day two, that high point game. Uh, high point's a really good team for the people that, that, that aren't aware. I mean, you guys sat courtside; they've got some real live athletes, and they're good. They're good. They've got they've got multiple weapons. They're going to be a team that competes in their conference to go to a to go to the NCAA tournament. I'm I'm guessing that's a top two team right there in their conference. Um, and we learned there about the the stick-to-itiveness of our team, the resolve of our team. We got down and we stayed the course. We didn't panic. Uh, we stayed the course. We actually battled back to get the lead and then just missed. We missed four. We missed four shots in the last minute and twelve. And, uh, you know, it, at that point, it becomes a make-or-miss game. And uh, their their guy went down and threw up a – it was a circus shot, absolute circus shot. We had great help. Brandon Lee rotates over, seven-foot-one uh, with wingspan, and, and uh, they, they hit a bank shot over him. And uh, we came down, and, and uh, we, we missed a couple. So um, we're, we're right there. I, I was proud of the, the fight that we had right there. Um, and then and – then, and then, you know, equally as disappointed uh, with our with our day three response, and for whatever reason, whether that was an emotional letdown uh, from the night before, we didn't get off to a good start. And I think that's one that's one lesson to take is when you're playing good teams, uh, getting off to a good start, whether you're home, your road, or you're on neutral court like we were, that's essential. Wright State is is a winning program at a high level. Uh, they've got a preseason player of the year in their league. He's also returning player of the year in their league. They have a transfer from Ohio State that came back, was a 20-point-per-game scorer at Wright State as a as a sophomore. And um, they're really good. They're really good. So we, we got we got taught a lesson, took one off the chin that day. Uh, we we got to learn from that. Um, I'm, not, uh, I'm not down for having many afternoons like that. 
um, uh, great respect for Wright State, but um, I was I was you know I was disappointed in in our response, and that's that falls on on me and our coaching staff, and we've got to we got to take accountability across the board, uh, learn from it, and uh, and let's get better. You talked about the high point game down the stretch. You guys had fought back, had some good looks at the very end of that ball game. Mm. That's a simple ball game where you you guys do make a couple of shots throughout the ball game. You win that game going away. It's probably the yeah. result. The one thing that I, d- I don't think, and Wright State was Wright State. They played very well that day. As you said, those are three good programs. But you faced three really dynamic offenses, I thought, in a row. And the one thing that was consistent was each of those three ball clubs coming in averaged about 80 points per contest, and you held all three of them under their average in that ball game. Your defense really, for the most part, did not waver for three days. No, it didn't. The high point game was probably the, the – you know, I would say the dip uh, of the three high point average, you know, coming in, we went, we went against Long Beach. They averaged 80 a game. We went against high point, they averaged 90 a game. And we went against Wright State. They were right at 80, 80 a game as well. And, um, you know, so you're playing three prolific offenses. Um, the high point game, uh, we, we probably faltered a little bit uh, early second half uh, allowing them to get to the paint and that was a big that was a huge point of emphasis they've got a lot of unique actions um, but when we needed stops in that game down the stretch we got stops and uh, you, to your point our defense has been has been really rock solid for us and our offense has got to pick it up we got to figure we got to figure some things out uh, we're not playing the way I want to play uh, you know just putting it bluntly um, I, I, we need to share the basketball more. We need to spray the ball more. We missed 42 shots in the paint uh, over the weekend in those three games. And, uh, you know, a lot of those could have been uh, shot fake, on balance, draw foul. A lot of those could have been kickouts. Um, part of it is a little bit of frustration, I think, too. I think that's a very uh, real analysis is I think we played frustrated in day three because we had been struggling offensively in the first two days. Let's go back to day one, Long Beach State. You know, we shot 35% that game. Mm-hmm. We missed 14 free throws, and we missed three front ends of one-on-ones. Uh, we left a lot of points on the board that Without day a doubt. and beat a really good team. Um, day three, we, we, we didn't respond the right way to some of that early adversity, and I think um, – you know, sharing the basketball and then just knocking down open shots. We got to make layups, and we got to make open shots at a at a higher clip. And um, those will come. I just I, I want to continue emphasizing to our players: keep zeroing in on the things we got to get better at. Keep a positive attitude. We got to continue to get better day by day, and trust that it'll come. Because you can't play this game frustrated. You can't. You know that. You, you coach baseball, and you, you, you'd probably say the same thing. You can't play the game frustrated, especially when there's a real synergy required uh, between five individuals out there on the court. And Truthfully, we're playing, we're playing a lot of guys that have not played together until the last six games of their lives. Of their lives. So uh, we're figuring some things out. Didn't, in, didn't anticipate it would be all sunshine and rainbows. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll respond, and we got to take what we've learned here early and better but i do think you bring up a good point of these guys collectively beginning to work with one another get comfortable with each other on the court there is a learning and growing experience that's going to go along with that 
But you also bring up another good point, especially for some of the new guys. You know, I, I, I think it's probably human nature for some of the guys who have maybe played at other places before are looked upon here as really helping this team, providing depth, providing points, providing minutes, whatever that may be. Do you find guys pressing a little bit at this point of really trying to kind of show where they fit in early on? And I think for 18 sure. to 22-year-olds, that's kind of human nature. They're, they do feel like it's the pressure of the world to sure. get in here make their mark early. We've got a lot of older guys that are they're transfers or guys that have maybe been here uh, that are now playing together for the first time. And when you have older guys that have aspirations, I want our guys to have aspirations. we got guys that are real serious about playing this game. And um, it's a matter there, – there, there is a level of um, trust that's required. There's a level of uh, sacrifice that's required. And um, within that, we've got to also find – some things have to emerge here for us too. Um, the roles that we're fitting into. I've got to, I've got to be able to define those very clearly for our guys. And um, if any coach tells you that they know the roles after two or three games, they'd be <laughs> lying to you, especially when you've got seven, eight, nine new guys like most of these teams do. So we're all learning. And um, my, my biggest focus is on, on giving these guys uh, real confidence um, and understanding of how we want to play and and committing to that and uh the guys that do that those are the kinds of guys that are going to help us win and uh take us places here at illinois state i think one thing you need to factor into or we need to factor into is these guys come from different programs they're trying to find their place yeah if anything they have the try too hards you know i mean each and every one of them you you can see that i mean you guys have both referred to it and let's just call a spade a spade we 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 have we pressed a little bit here uh over the last 30 or 40 minutes that we've played. We've pressed. We've tried uh, really hard. We've got uh, some guys trying to find their way and thinking too much. Some guys trying to find their way and uh, probably forcing too much. Uh, other guys that are kind of feeling things out still. So um, that's a natural process. I, 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 like I said, I didn't uh, not anticipate this. But um, I think the question is how quickly can we – get to the best version of ourselves here and what that looks like in November. It's not going to be the best version of ourselves in March. Right. It's going to you be don't what, want it to what's be. the best that we can be right now uh, as a team. And uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, an understanding, and I, I've got to keep reminding myself of this too, is uh, my patience and, and uh, my, my vision of the whole big picture here. I can't ride the waves here, so to speak the highs and the lows, and get down on guys. I, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I've got to stay with it. I've got to be very clear in how I'm communicating to these guys in a team setting and in a one-on-one -on -one setting. I've got to continue to uh, define their roles and uh, have these guys become very confident players uh, playing for uh, Illinois State. I kept saying to them in the meeting, hey, we got to play for the I. Got to play for the I. Got to play for the I, not play for – what we want our role to be, not play for what our expectations are, not play for what my family thinks I should be doing. We got to play for the eye, and you got to sacrifice. That's one of the things I love most about this sport, and uh, you know that's a, sometimes that's a, a process getting there. Without a doubt, we're going to take our first break of the night. We come back, we'll have more with Redbird head coach Ryan Peden. The Ryan Peden Show, presented by Bud Light, live here from Blono Pizza Co. on Cross Creek Drive in Normal on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield.
This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Peden, his staff, and his players a successful basketball season. I encourage everyone to back the birds. Go, you Redbirds. Bananas are only 39 cents a pound at High V. That's not a sale price. That's the price with the High V Perks membership. And 39 cents a pound is not just the price today or this week, it's the Perks price every day. With the High V Perks membership, you can save on hundreds of products store wide every time you shop and count on Perks prices to stay the same. So if you want to pay less for bananas every day, sign up for High V Perks. It's free and easy. Some restrictions apply. When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. November means holidays and cold weather are on the way. And that means you need to stop by Bloomington Meats, the best meat on Bun Street. Bloomington Meats has free-range turkeys that are fresh and never frozen with no hormones or antibiotics. However, availability is limited, so don't miss out. Stop by for details on getting yours before they're gone. If your holiday meals don't include turkey, Bloomington Meats has prime rib and ham, and they also have all the fixins like beef house yeast rolls, the best tasting rolls you'll ever have. Cold weather means that you want comfort foods, and you can get roast, coarse ground beef, and everything you need to make that food that warms you up on those chilly and downright cold evenings. Hunters like me will love the fresh cuts. The ground, the snack sticks, summer sausage brats, bologna, and everything you can get by taking your harvest to Bloomington Meats like I do. Go where I go. 2401 Bun Street. The best meat on Bun Street is Bloomington Meats. Hello, Paul Davis Restoration. How can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. When disaster strikes, call Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage to mold remediation. When you have a home disaster, give Paul Davis Restoration a call and help is on its way. One day, you're a new college graduate. The next, you're saying yes to your forever partner. Soon, you're painting a nursery the pinkest shade of pink. Throughout all life stages, you need someone in your corner, guiding you in health. At OSF Healthcare, that's your primary care provider. From checkups to immunizations for your family, your OSF PCP is there for every stage. Your life, our mission. 
Find a provider today at osfhealthcare.org primary. Welcome back to Bologna Pizza Co. here on Cross Creek Drive in Normal, the Ryan Peake Show, presented by Bud Light. Great taste of Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Don't forget, coming up on the show this, this evening, we'll have our student-athlete spotlight. That's brought to you by Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson, real estate team from REMAX Rising, as well as your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson. And our guest tonight, freshman guard Johnny Kinzinger. Out of the Pier, Wisconsin, and he has really been an impressive force for your ball club early on this season. You're going to enjoy talking to him, too. Uh, I know Maddie's got his, his questions ready to go for him, but Johnny Basketball, you're going to enjoy enjoy <laughs> talking with him. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great young man. Um, he's a fierce competitor. Um, he's got great basketball instincts and IQ and feel and um, – He's a fighter, so he's got all the qualities, um, like all of our, our, our incoming freshman class, that, that we value. And, uh, you know, you never know how quickly freshmen will adjust, right? When you get to the college level, there's a learning curve. There's a process. Uh, Johnny didn't play all summer because of his injury. He didn't play the whole summer. And uh, you can see it was eating him up over there. His body language, like, if, if steam – could come out of his ears it would have been coming out every day just watching him he he was just you could tell he was dying to get out there and um you know it sort of makes his start even more remarkable to me because his first day that he was cleared was our first day of practice so he didn't play full go until until late september so uh you're talking about going on two months now that he's been going uh coming off of a really significant surgery so um, he's a tough cookie, and uh, I'm glad he's on our team. I know that, and, and he's going he's gonna to be he's going to be a real he's going to be a real staple and a foundation of this program for for a long time. So he we're just, really excited about. He him. carries a confidence yeah. that I didn't expect. Yeah. It's not you know it's not in your face or anything like that. But yeah. he just he's got a confidence in his body language and everything he does that you have to respect. I. I uh, I remember saying this to people, and they, they would say, well, what's he like? What's he like over the last year? And I said, this is going to be a terrible comparison, but he reminds me of John Stockton, the way he plays. He's just – he fits into tighter spaces. He's may not be the quickest guy on the floor, but he gets to his spots. Um, he's, he's a tough little sucker. Like, he will fight you tooth and nail um, everywhere on the floor. And – he does. He reminds – I'm talking to Doug Collins on, on Sunday, and Doug said, you know who he reminds me of? John Stockton. He reminds me – I said, it is funny you said that because I've, I've, I've said that in, in passing before, and uh, he does. He just has that kind of that old-school feel to him, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the way he competes, and uh, he's going to continue to get better and better as he gets more and more comfortable. He will join us shortly, as a matter of fact, in our next segment. But as as we talk about conference play beginning on Thursday night up just outside of Chicago, UIC Flames, they come in at 5-2 and two on the campaign, coming off a tight loss yesterday to UNC Greensboro in the yeah. championship game of their Bahamas tournament. 
it's a ball club that's obviously vastly improved. First of all, what are your thoughts on this early kind of conference weekend? Murray State will be in town on Sunday. I, w- I would think from a coaching standpoint sometimes, especially with as many newcomers and options as you and your coaching staff have tried to kind of balance through in this year, right. it, w- it would be nicer to have a little bit longer landing yeah. landing strip for non-conference yeah. prior to conference play starting. I think coaches would all tell you the same. They, they, they probably, given the choice, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't prefer having conference games this early. I remember when the Big Ten uh, AC and the ACC in football started – kicking off their seasons here in the last few mm-hmm. years with Big Ten or ACC conference games, and they would ask their football coaches the same questions at the media day, and they would all say the same thing. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want you, you want to have some, some more repetitions uh, together as a team, but it's the same for everybody. So we, we, we're going to lace them up, um, and, and UIC's playing arguably – better than anybody in our league right now they're they've been very very impressive they beat loyola uh, beat middle tennessee state who's got a good team they beat them by 30 um, held them to 40 points i think yeah 40 points uh they they beat um, they beat uh, george washington the next day george washington's an up-and-coming program uh rebuilding as well so um they've they've been very impressive early and um we're we're, we're gonna ha- we have a great challenge on our hands it's a great opportunity for us going on the road in game one to be real honest with you if you said would you like to be home or road for the first conference game i i'd rather be on the road i would um i just always feel that in conference openers in in basketball college basketball you you are you are going to be amped you're going to be ready i think the home court advantage plays as little of a factor uh, at this time of year um in that first game uh, as any of the 20 that will play so uh, it's going to be a challenge for us, though. They're they're a very good team. I, I I've got great respect for them, and um, we'll have to play well. And we're 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 looking forward to bouncing back. That's what I I, I want. I want more than anything is I want to I want I wish we played tonight, because uh, I'm ready to you know get that taste out of our mouth of our last time out, and um, that's a natural feeling. If you're a competitor, um, you you do you respond right. E plus R equals O, and an event plus response get you your outcome so we're we're focused on that right now and um, having a great practice tomorrow morning it starts with that UIC a lot of their success I think this year has just been kind of not a revamped but they've really ramped up their defense I think this year they're really good on the interior from a block shot standpoint and they've really limited not only field goal percentage on the arc and inside, but points per game for their opponents. They, they've been stifling on defense. They have been. They've, they're top ten in the country, three-point percent defense as well. And uh, we're, we're going to have to – it's a great game for a breakout for us. You know, like we, we're, we're, we're searching for our offensive rhythm. And uh, um, I like what I've seen here in practice the last couple of days, Saturday and today. Uh, we're getting better. We're, we're gelling. Uh, I think we're, we're, we're making – sounder decisions and uh i i am I'm, I'm confident I, I i think it's a great challenge for us um but we'll have, we'll have a real challenge on our hands because they they're, they they're very athletic they switch at all five positions so ball screens aren't going to really create a whole lot of advantage for you unless you're just looking for a mismatch and uh we're going to have to uh put together a great game plan and we met yesterday as a staff uh all afternoon um uh, we, we zeroed in on them and, and had a good practice today. And um, just between now and Thursday, you're just watching film and 
waiting, you know, watching film and, and waiting and getting ready for practice each day. So um, looking forward to it, and it's going to be a great challenge for us in the opener. It'll be an eight-day layoff by the time you guys take the floor on Thursday night up at Credit Union One Arena. We know from a coaching staff standpoint, you and the coaches have wanted this game to tip off for the last at least five days since the end of that game against Wright State down in Florida. But as this team's practice this week, obviously it makes a difference if the guys who are going to be on the court are kind of chomping at the bit as much to get back on the court and change the tide, change the momentum a little bit with that bad taste, as you said, for the Wright State game. Have you noticed that in practice? Are these guys anxious to get going? Well, sure. I mean, we, we, sh- we should be, right? Like, that's uh, that's not okay. Our, our, last, our last outing, we were not happy. We were disappointed. We were upset. Our, our play moving forward should reflect that. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean all of your problems are going to be solved in one in, in one 40-minute session. But what it does mean is uh, – we should be an angry bunch, right? We should be playing with great urgency. We should uh, be ready to go, and um, uh, we will be. We'll be. We'll be ready. I like the fact that we have a, a layoff. That's by design as we build our schedule out. I always, um, you know, with these tournaments, we have an opportunity to fit in a game before our potential league opener on Wednesday or Thursday. Didn't want to do that. Don't like doing that. I want to have a stretch of practice. And I thought, I thought after last year's Cayman Islands. Uh, we got back and we had a similar break here, and I thought that's when we really started to kind of come together as a team um, and, and galvanize a little bit. And um, I, I'm looking to, for much of the same this year, and we got to continue to to grow as a unit as well in the in the uh, practices before we before we tip it off. When you first came back last year after the Cayman Island trip and that layoff. You guys took Murray State to overtime in their first Valley game in a really hostile environment, and I thought you guys really were a totally different ball game, ball club from then on out after that Cayman trip. Yeah, it, it, I, those, those, those trips help you, right, in a lot of ways. Uh, three, three games in three days, you're able to learn so much about your team, and we, we learned about our team. I think we're, um, we're, we're coming into our own with our, our roles and our role definition, and um, we've uh, – you know, we've got some growing to do too. You know, we've got we got to get some guys playing, playing better. There's some guys, some older guys that I, I I'm I'm expecting to play better, and uh, we got to help them, right? As coaches, we got to help those guys and show them the way and um, make life easier for them and put them in advantage situations. I think that's 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 as a coach, you can't make the shots for them, but can you put them in the positions to be successful? To be successful, right? right? And and. When you, for the really good players, you don't have to you don't have to uh, construct that too much, over construct that. You know, you you can put them in in those types of positions, and we we got to get them playing better. That's that's our job, and um, that's our challenge ahead of us. Coach, sounds great. Thanks so much for your time tonight. We're going to take a break. When we come back, time for our student athlete spotlight segment. Johnny Kinzinger, the reigning Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin, is going to be our guest. That's brought to you by. Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from Remax Rising, as well as your country financial agent Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson. Johnny Kinzinger is up next. It's the Ryan Peden Show presented by Bud Light continues after this timeout to the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. 
The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Peden, his staff, and his players a successful basketball season. I encourage everyone to back the birds. Go you Redbirds! Bananas are only 39 cents a pound at Hy-Vee. That's not a sale price. That's the price with the Hy-Vee Perks membership. And 39 cents a pound is not just the price today or this week. It's the Perks price every day. With the Hy-Vee Perks membership, you can save on hundreds of products store-wide every time you shop and count on Perks prices to stay the same. So if you want to pay less for bananas every day, sign up for Hy-Vee Perks. It's free and easy. Some restrictions apply. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with, like, basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through December 21st, New customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. What makes First State Bank different from every other bank? This is Jim Roseland, and I'm not going to tell you that our products are much different than theirs, but no different than the best college athletes making personal sacrifices so their team can win. First State Bank sacrifices our self-interest in order for our customers to win. If you're not working with us, you should see why everyone else is. Come visit us at the corner of Eastland Drive and Hershey Road or at firststatebank.biz. First State Bank, member FDIC. It's time for the Make the Holidays Bright sales event at your local Ford dealer. Get special offers on our adventure-ready Ford SUVs or on our great selection of Ford trucks. Choose from a large inventory of Ford vehicles equipped with technology, space, and flexibility for any season. And let Ford make the holidays bright, bringing everyone together. Visit your local Ford dealer today during the Make the Holidays Bright sales event.
Welcome back to Blood Pizza Co. here on Cross Creek Drive in Normal. The Ryan Peach Show presented by Bud Light. It's now time for our student athlete spotlight segment. Brought to you as always by the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team for Remax Rising, as well as your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson. And our guest tonight, freshman guard Johnny Kinziger. Johnny, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. There's a lot of simple questions we can throw out there. Michael get much more complicated with his questions momentarily. <laughs> but one of the best prep careers of anybody who's put on a high school basketball uniform in the state of Wisconsin, reigning Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin, I, I do have to ask, initially from the whole process, you were very heralded early on in your prep career, obviously. Why Illinois State? How did that come to be? Yeah, um, so I really chose Illinois State for some simple reasons. Um, when I came here and I took the visit, you know, I got to know the coaches very well, and I got to know the atmosphere and the, the players that were on the team. And those reasons alone were mostly why I chose Illinois State. I just felt like it was a home. It was a home away from home. And, you know, the coaches were they were nice guys but also gave you the truth, and that's what I really wanted because I wanted to get better and I wanted to be at a place where – our team, we get the truth and be able to improve on our game. That's awesome. It's a good ringing endorsement for the program. How's the uh, transition been so far? It's been good. I'm, I'm loving every day. It's it's definitely different than high school basketball. That's for sure. You know, the quickness and physicality. It's it's something you got to get used to. But I think I'm starting to get the hang of that. You scored over 2,100 career points in high school, and you're in double figures in 103 of 108 career games probably got a little bit bored with high school basketball <laughs> in the state of wisconsin didn't you um you know my coach and teammates always made it fun for me no matter what so, okay. yeah. <laughs> obviously the guys you're guarding are a little bit quicker right now can probably do a little bit more things off the dribble they're more physical you've you've adjusted well to that as far as what i've seen courtside are you ready for mike's line of questioning tonight I think so. I yep. think it'll be unlike anything he's ever faced. No. <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid that he's never going to come back. <laughs> well, he might not. He might not, but I'm ready yeah. for the challenge. All right, you ready to go? Yep. Full name. Full name. Full name. Uh, Johnny Andrew Kinziger. And it's Johnny. It's not John. It, I mean, it really is John. It's John, but I, I like to go by Johnny. Hometown. Deep here, Wisconsin. And where's that? It's uh, about 10 minutes away from Green Bay. So you're a Packer fan? Yes, sir. All right. Parents' names? Uh, Krista and Jeff. How many games have they seen so far? They've been to, I think, all of them except St. Louis. So Is your dad a good critic? He is, yeah. He tells me what's up. How about your mom? She probably is more honest with you. Yeah. She? <laughs> Siblings? Uh, I have an older brother, Jake, and a younger brother, Zach. Do they play? Jake played in high school, and now he's at Madison, and Zach is a junior in high school. He's playing. And didn't he get recruited by or signed with Wisconsin? He did, yes. Sir. He's bigger than you, right? Yeah, he's like 6'3". Don't get me started with that. <laughs> Is he better than you? No. No, okay. College major? Uh, finance. Other than Illinois State, what other schools were you considering? Uh, I was considering Green Bay and Toledo. Why do you wear number 11? 
Well, in high school, I was number one, but that was taken when I got here. And AU, I was 11, so I decided to ride that out. So I'm going to go with 11 throughout college. Who do we have that wears number one? Malachi. Malachi? Malachi. You couldn't talk him out of it? No, I, he's upperclassman. I let him have it for sure. Who are your roommates? Uh, Ty Pence and Chase Walker. I saw you at the game the other night, the high school games. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yep. You guys just walked right by. I didn't even say anything. I didn't even see you. Obviously. <laughs> what was your first job? Uh, my first job was I worked at the front desk and did some clean stuff for this basketball um, kind of company named The Driveway. Uh, just did basic stuff for them. Who was your hero as a kid? Ooh, probably my grandpa and my dad. What was the best advice you ever received? The best advice was uh, just do your best and forget the rest. Everything else will take care of itself. I would rather do anything than what? Oh, who? Got to narrow it down me. to one. Yeah. Um, I'd rather do anything than, than uh, just run. Just run a ton in practice. Anything. In my free time, I like to what? Uh, I like to hang out with friends and just chill with the, with the guys. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear is probably, like, spiders. Really? Yeah. If you could if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Oh, it would 100% be my height. What would you like to be? I would like to be like a 6'6 combo guard. What makes you angry? Uh, losing basketball games. What best describes you? Give me two words that best describe you. Uh, determined and fun. What always makes you laugh? Uh, my buddies from back home. I have these these three buddies who always make me laugh. What secret talent do you have? A secret talent is um, growing up I always played a ton of ping pong with my brothers. So I'm, I'm very good at ping pong. Really? Yeah. How good? We need to set up a match. We do. I want a piece. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh, uh, you stumped me here. Can't narrow it down or just can't think of anything? I just can't think of anything. Let's skip it. Okay, I want to know your favorite, okay? Meal your mom makes. It's got to be spaghetti meatballs. Favorite NBA player? Steph Curry. Favorite fast food? Culver's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Favorite late night snack? Um, I got to go with jalapeno cheese uh, beef sticks. Late night? Yeah. Wow. Favorite city to visit? Uh, Naples, Florida. Really? Yeah. Why? It's just me and my family go there, relax. Favorite social media? Uh, Instagram. Favorite superpower you wish you had? I wish I could just teleport places. Favorite breakfast food? Chocolate chip pancakes. Favorite dessert? Ice cream. Favorite animal at the ho at the hospital? Favorite animal at the at the zoo? Uh. <laughs> It's got <laughs> probably a lion. They're just they're so cool. <laughs> Favorite sport other than basketball? Uh, football. Did you play football in high school? I didn't. I played seventh and eighth grade, but I never got to play in high school. How come? It just it it wasn't the it wasn't worth the risk of getting hurt and no. just missing basketball opportunities. Favorite two-legged animal? <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Is a bear considered a two-legged animal? Because it's 
not down here in Illinois. Are they different up in Wisconsin? Well, because they always stand on their two feet. Yeah, because they're looking for trouble. I'm not going to give it to you. Um, you can give it to me later in the year if you want. You want to pass? How about a, a kangaroo? Nice. Yeah. Cool. Fa- <laughs> favorite pizza topping? Uh, pepperoni. Favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Other than Naples, favorite place to relax? Probably just at my house in the basement, just chilling. By yourself? With my friends. Okay. Yeah. You have any questions for us? I'm open. How long have you guys been doing this? This is year two for me. He's on his fifth decade. A 27, wow. I think, for me. <laughs> wow. So okay. even before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still trying to get better, you know what I mean? I, yeah. just, I just don't get the ball enough. I don't get the he, – he, he's <laughs> the point guard. And he does, I, I don't distribute <laughs> he, does, he, does, he doesn't distribute as well as you do. So. <laughs> but other than that, I, I, I think that's all. That's all I got. Paralyzed you with the two-legged animal. Yeah, that got me for sure. Bear. It's, it's I, it might it's, be. It's, we have to go to the monitor for yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, thanks so much. Yeah, Conti- thanks. Continued success. Pleasure meeting you. Thanks so much for stopping by, Johnny Kinziger. In our student athlete spotlight segment tonight, brought to you by the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson Real Estate Team from Remax Rising, as well as your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson, and Catherine Peterson. We're going to take our final break of the night. When we come back. Redbird assistant coach Jason Slay stops by. This is Illinois State Redbird basketball on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Gillespie, her staff, and her players another successful basketball season and congratulate them on their Missouri Valley Championship. Go you Redbirds! Bananas are only 39 cents a pound at High V. That's not a sale price. That's the price with the High V Perks membership. And 39 cents a pound is not just the price today or this week, it's the Perks price every day. With the High V Perks membership, you can save on hundreds of products store wide every time you shop and count on Perks prices to stay the same. So if you want to pay less for bananas every day, sign up for High V Perks. It's free and easy. Some restrictions apply. When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. 
internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through December 21st, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. November means holidays and cold weather are on the way. And that means you need to stop by Bloomington Meats, the best meat on Bun Street. Bloomington Meats has free-range turkeys that are fresh and never frozen with no hormones or antibiotics. However, availability is limited, so don't miss out. Stop by for details on getting yours before they're gone. If your holiday meals don't include turkey, Bloomington Meats has prime rib and ham, and they also have all the fixins like beef house yeast rolls, the best tasting rolls you'll ever have. Cold weather means that you want comfort foods, and you can get roast, coarse ground beef, and everything you need to make that food that warms you up on those chilly and downright cold evenings. Hunters like me will love the fresh cuts, the ground, the snack sticks, summer sausage brats, bologna, and everything you can get by taking your harvest to Bloomington Meats like I do. Go where I go. 2401 Bun Street. The best meat on Bun Street is Bloomington Meats. Welcome back to Blono Pizza Co. Here on Cross Creek Drive in Normal, the Ryan Peaton Show, presented by Bud Light. And a special thank you and acknowledgement to Nona Richardson, Illinois State University's Executive Associate Athletics Director for Student Athlete Excellence, calling it a career after 30 years. She is here in the house today for her retirement. Job well-deserved and a phenomenal career in collegiate athletics. Thank you so much to Nona Richardson. We now welcome in new Redbird assistant coach, Jason Slay, who joins us for our final segment. Just like Johnny, a newcomer here in town. A point guard. In the program. A point guard. That's right. That's right. How's the transition been? Uh, It's been smooth. Um, It's been good. It's been... um, refreshing um and not only from a basketball standpoint and the guys i'm around players staff wise but also from a family standpoint uh, we've been here seven months and it feels like we've been here a couple years but just because of the people in town it's been great so been very smooth transition you've had a a really successful career as an assistant coach prior to coming to illinois state your last two stops youngstown state really started to turn that program around at the success they're having now obviously down at south florida down in tampa the last few years, but you bring up a great point. It's kind of a nomadic lifestyle for assistant coaches in college basketball, even head coaches in some matters. But striking that balance of the perfect opportunity for you professionally to go to a place where you can grow, hopefully, obviously, be in a program that's successful, but also with a family to think about, that becomes a really, really difficult balance that it's almost impossible to predict, I would think, until you get both feet down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 16 years into this profession, so I've been around a little bit. 
so have some experience in the moving part and the process. My wife is a former coach, so she understands the business a little bit more than your average wife. Um, and, it, again, it's, it's all about the people. Um, when, when Coach Pete and I sat down with him at the Final Four last year and going through different situations, looking at different jobs, it was kind of a no-brainer. And then getting here, again, I talk about the people in the town and our players and the other staff members. Um, it's been a home run. So uh, the transition has been smooth. But also, too, uh, we have some experience with it, so we were able to adjust. And, um, you know, we're coming from Florida, but my wife is from Michigan. I'm from West Virginia, so we're used to that white stuff out on the ground right now a little bit. So it's been good. Did you ever really get used to it? No, not at all. Yeah, we, I mean. We, we woke up yesterday morning and showed our daughter for the first time because, you know, her first year was in Florida. So uh, she was shocked, and we were shocked, too. And that's why we have a two-car garage. And your wife said, move me back to Florida as soon as humanly possible. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, let's talk about your stops. You said you're from West Virginia. Talk a little bit about what got you here to Illinois State. Uh, again, going back to Coach Pete, and, and my connection came from my former boss um, at Youngstown State. Uh, they were, they're close friends now. Um, and one thing kind of led to another when I was going through different situations with jobs and like I say, once I sat down with Coach Pete and I kind of knew where I wanted to go, and I had some other uh, avenues I could have went down, but, again, it was a no-brainer with him. So uh, it originally started with uh, Jared Calhoun, the head coach of Young. Coach didn't know me, and that's kind of outside of his character to hire somebody he doesn't know. So he did a lot of background checks on me, and I think just everything kind of checked out from both ends, and, you know, here we are. Position specific, what are kind of the duties as you guys break them down as a staff together as far as post players, point guards, things like that? Yeah, so first of all, I, I do our personnel. So the other team's personnel, you guys have been around. So like UIC, we went through this morning, and I try to know everything there is a, to know about them uh, from last year to this year, all their tendencies, everything. So I always present that to the team, and then we work on it the next few days. And then I work with uh, Coach Doc with the guards. Um, so he's kind of in control of our offense and helps Coach Peden with our offense. So I kind of just support him in guard category. And then on the defensive side, I kind of support Coach Judd because that's my background. It's what I did at South Florida and Youngstown State. So uh, really have learned a lot from Coach Judd, but work hand-in-hand hand with him of how we're going to guard the other teams and whatever defensive schemes we implement to the team. I, f I found it interesting because I guess I've been around long enough to see how different people do it, and obviously the head coach kind of makes a decision. But – you guys collectively pretty much tackle every opponent together. And, and that's a totally different outlook than I think probably most places do. I mean, typically one assistant has maybe the Thursday game and another assistant has the opponent, Murray State, that's going to be coming in on Sunday. Yeah. But but this is a lot more of a collective team effort when you guys go up against somebody. And as a result, a lot fewer things, I think, have a tendency to fall through the cracks. For sure, for sure. We're all on the same page. We meet about everything, even offensive meetings. We're all involved. Defensive meetings, all involved. Personnel, all involved. But, uh, yes, yeah, so this is my ninth stop, and we did it my last year at South Florida. So just last year we went to this defensive coordinator, offense coordinator, and one, player, one person doing personnel. Um, so I didn't know how I felt about it at first, but it's been pretty cool because, like you say, you don't miss anything because a lot of times – when it's your scout and you don't have a one for three games, you don't know anything about the other team, and you're sitting on the bench trying to yell at players and get them to do <laughs> things, and you don't even know the other opponent. So it keeps us very involved kind of from all aspects. So it's, it's been really good, and I've actually learned a lot too by doing it. 
Conference play starts on Thursday. You have two games kind of in this early portion of what should be the non-conference season. UIC, you know, you came here prior to this season. You know the reputation of the Missouri Valley Conference, how good it is. That seems like that's even ramped up a little bit this year, at least in the non-conference top to bottom. There's uh, a lot more parity in this league, I would say, heading into conference play this year than there probably has been in a number of years. And we talked about UIC with Coach Peden, but what are the keys in this one of breaking down what's really a stifling defense for the Flames on Thursday? Yeah, they're they're really guarding. I mean, they're 10th in the country right now in three-point field goal percentage of, at 22% holding their opponents to. So um, that's a heck of a stat. Um, but, yes, they're guarding the ball, but they're also scoring the ball. They're playing at a high level right now. Um, they have four guys in double figures, and they're playing fast. They're athletic. Um, they really don't have any holes to their game. So um, they're, 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 they're a, a tough task. And I'll say this. It's – I'm coming from the Horizon League before South Florida. So I went against UIC and that other team, Wright State, that we just lost to. So, like, I, I told the guys, we have to get this one because I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of seeing Wright. Wright State became one of our rivals, and so did UIC. So uh, we're, we'll be ready for them. So what's the key to break down this defense, then? Uh, you know How do what? you get to them? Yeah, we, we, we have to, number one, play through our defense. So we got to get stops and runouts and, and put some pressure on them and play a little faster. But then we also have to open up the floor. And I think we just, we've just we been very simple with our guys from this last MTE we came off of in Florida that we just simply have to make our open shots and finish our layups and make free throws. We feel like we do that, we'll put ourselves in a good position to win the game. I don't think you're wrong by any factor, but it seems so simple when you say it like that. I but, I, but to a certain extent, it really is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. a couple of those things hit, and you're 2-1 and one coming off the MTE, especially in the high point game, and it's just, it, it really does break down that simply. Yeah, and you know, as coaches, you always try to figure out what you do wrong, what you do wrong, but when you sit down and watch the film, because the film doesn't lie, you see that, I mean, we have a lot of open looks, a lot of missed layups, a lot of missed free throws, so that's, that's just been our message to keep it very simple the last couple of days. Are the quality of the shots we're getting good? I think so, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you miss 42 layups, I mean, this, this is uncontested, all right? And then you miss 24 open threes. This is nobody around open threes. We feel like we've put enough time in to make those shots, so we'll, we'll, we'll make them. Well, let's turn it around on Thursday. Jason, thank you so much for your time today. Welcome addition to the program. It's been great having you. Thank you very much. Can I give a special shout-out to Nolan Richardson as well? Congratulations. That's it. That's Redbird assistant coach Jason Slay. He's been our guest. That'll do it. Birds will open conference play Thursday night, 7 o'clock, on the near west side of Chicago against the UIC Flames. Our network coverage gets underway at 6.30. And then on Sunday here at SEPQ Arena, 2 o'clock the start time, the Birds and Murray State tickets available 309-438-8000. For Mike Matthews, Greg Holblob, Jason Slay, Johnny Kinzinger, and Redbird head coach Ryan Pete. This is John Fitzgerald. We'll talk to you on Thursday beginning at 6.30. This has been the Ryan Pete Show presented by Bud Lights on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield.
Live from Blow No Pizza Company and Normal on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. The Ryan Peden Show has been brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Also brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps create an affordable price just for you. The has been a Learfield presentation.